0: The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, Veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas Lectures. It's me, Veteran Lucas. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day or night whenever you are listening. Before we begin on this episode, this is the last episode before our birthday one, I think. The reason I say I think is because the universe, those curveballs, hopefully we can get it recorded next week and have it out there. If you have not yet submitted your ideas for Pokemon we should potentially make, down below... Go click that link while you're listening to this, unless you're driving, and go fill out that form to let us know what Pokemon you want. We've already gotten some good ones, but I know you guys can be more terrifying. Someone actively suggested grass, and I'm like, yeah, we can make that work. There's nothing off limits. Someone also suggested the 90s Christmas tree that used to sing and look like a normal plastic Christmas tree and terrified children throughout my entire age group. Yeah, you guys, you guys are terrifying. I love you all for it. Anyway... On to today's episode, Ow, goody, it's gonna be more of a rant, not gonna lie, because we're gonna talk about the bad guys, we're gonna talk about the teams, now, I've talked about teams before, I've talked about Plasma, I've talked about, no, no, sorry, I've talked about Galactic, and I've talked about Hoenn's Team Aqua and Team Magma, I might do the other ones more specifically if I find, like, an interest to do so. But I want to talk a little bit about what I see as the decline in the teams. I mean, I know you guys have noticed it too, right? Like, uh, What I'm going to do today is I'm going to go over each of the teams, talk about a little bit where they're from and what they're based on and how they can kind of they kind of meld with the game. And once we get to Gen 7, 8, and what's going to be 9, I'll talk a bit about them and why I find a little bit so off. About I'm sure some people have noticed too, and before I really get started on this, if you like any of the teams that I'm about to say I didn't really like, enjoy them, love them, I'm going to say some things about Team Skull, even though I fully appreciate every single Team Skull cosplay I run into, especially the ones who just keep walking with the arms swinging, that's commitment that I could not achieve, anyway, So the villainous teams have been around since the beginning. They're in the mangas, they're in the games, they're everywhere. And they're supposed to function as an obstacle for the main character. They're supposed to be one of, if not the bad guys that, you know, limit you on your journey. Uh, The first team, the best team, in my opinion, was Team Rocket. Similar concept to Sicilian Mafia, where the leadership is kind of in plain sight, but there isn't much anyone can do about it. If we're going to sit here and just assume that nobody realized that the gym eight gym leader in Kanto was also the leader of like the crime syndicate after he broke into a tower straight up yeah we all knew it was him it was just you know a little bit too terrifying to kind of mess with him. although uh, when they were doing like the Pokemon animated short there was one that had like Pokemon SWAT teams and it's still my favorite Pokemon short to this day like Pokemon SWAT teams I would watch so many episodes of that Uh, They do have a network of agents that span multiple regions. Their goal is to make as much money as they can using Pokemon whatever way they can. They employ scientists. They run different companies and shell corporations. They have all kinds of schemes, and they never quite seem to die. Even when their leadership calls it quits, somebody new takes their place, or they're hoping that their real leader comes back. I love Team Rocket because they just don't stop, and their motivations are simple. Just, I want to make some money. I want to make some power. I want to sell this super dope Pokemon I found and make a little green and live the high life. I mean, I want to play in the Cantor Casinos before they get rid of them because of UK gambling laws. Let's go. Ah, oh, they were fun. I mean, they got two games. They're like, the are most represented because they're awesome. But then our next team in Gen 3 was Team Aqua, Team Magua. Had a whole episode called Worst Plan Ever. Check it out. It was fun to do. One of my favorite episodes I ever recorded. And they're basically eco-terrorists. Japan has a pretty um, checkered relationship with um, eco green people because they have had the dolphin slaughters in small towns as well as the whaling. Um, They don't really like them very much. Like they're very anti Greenpeace and all that. So it makes sense that they would have them out there. Um, I like how Aqua's pirates. And if you can tell me what the dress code for Team Magma is... I'd love to know what the theming is because, like, oh, their theme is science. Like, you're next to a volcano and you're wearing long sleeves that don't look like they're blocking the heat but are retaining yours. It's kind of like wearing, like, a swimsuit when you're going out ice skating. Like, it doesn't it, it don't feel like that helps. Uh, they are, though, the first team to directly have... A connection to the main legendary Pokemon in some regard and I think that's worth noting that their plans are much more world shattering too they are less about the money and more about the plan it's about sending a message it's about getting out there and making the world yours and no one and I repeat nobody emphasizes that more than team galactic I already had another one for them team galactic failure these people are legit on the next level of yo This world is trash. Let's make a new one. There's a very depressed 27-year-old billionaire who wants to make that happen. Uh, It's bold and somehow doable, and I think what makes them so unique only came about like really recently. Legends Arceus taught us that they got the symbol and the idea for Team Galactic from the founders of the region. And that has a lot tied with how a lot of hate groups form in The real world. A lot of groups that form based on the ideas of we need to get rid of such and such people so that way we can reclaim our old glory focuses on the old glory. Like, hey, remember these warriors who fought these group of people back in the day? Let's go and take their name so we can fight those people. I think that's really interesting that they would take something completely different from history And just kind of work it through. I think a pretty good reason, a pretty good way to look at it is if there is a terrorist group that their goal is to remake Persia in their image so they become a new Persian empire. That's, again, drawing from history in order to inspire people to follow in your whims to do dark and terrible crimes. You also see the same with white supremacist groups and how they'll tie themselves to knights and these grand crusades and how they can be part of that history. I like that a lot about Team Galactic, that they did do something that a real-world crime group would do. But again, all of this is done by a 27-year-old billionaire who has all this money but couldn't afford therapy. Uh, Team Plasma, they're hypocrite PETA. So they're just PETA. I'll make no hiding. I hate PETA. They're the worst. Uh, they structure themselves almost like Crusaders and Knights at first. And they want you to give up your Pokemon so they can have freedom. While also using Pokemon to force you to give up your Pokemon so they can be free. Yeah, it turns out they were full of crap. Uh, turns out the first whole group of them, they had the little minions running around. And they just really wanted to rule the continent using the power of the legendaries and the magical green child they kept in the basement. Uh, It was actually pretty fun. I liked the idea of they had like the secret shadowy, almost like religious order above, because there have been tons of examples of this throughout human history, of religious organizations, like co-opting the masses to do what they're is. And I say this as a practicing Catholic, that is totally a history that has been done. And it's really interesting to see just how easily people bend to that when you give them something to hope and move for. Um, I will say in black and white too, they completely give up on like trying to pretend they're good. And they're like, nah, let's get some Metal Gear cosplay going and let's freeze the world so we can rule it instead. And I will shout out the scientists who made Genesect. Oh my gosh. It's so funny to me that like, hey, free your Pokemon. Get help. Don't don't hurt them. And then on the other hand in the back room, like, well, we resurrected this fossil. It's already pretty terrifying. Cool. Chrome it up and give it a cannon on its back. Underrated super weapon. Love the heck out of it. Uh, the last one we're getting to, which comes to world-dominating destruction, uh, Team Flare. Uh, they were in Zen 6. Basically Team Galactic, but with less grandeur and more style. Uh, and, and also Ganondorf was their leader, opposed to a sad boy. Uh, they have pretty high standards for looks and how things should be run. And if you don't meet those standards, you don't deserve to live. I'm gonna see this as a real dark, real quick, but you know... It's, it's what it is. Like, you get villainous groups like this in real world, too. You don't meet their standards. You don't deserve to be here. You don't deserve to live. As someone whose family are immigrants to this country, the United States, I can tell you, there are plenty of people who told my mom when she was here with me and my brother that we didn't belong and we didn't meet their standards. So I totally get how they could be so obsessive to be like, no, we need to remake the world. It's ugly. Fire up the doomsday laser. Now we get to the last three, and... Let's talk about Team Skull. Uh, This is where we stop seeing supervillains being teams, and they start going to being punks. Now, I love Team Skull's design, and my boy Guzma is my boy Guzma. Uh, They're based off the idea of just being—they're based off a lot of the hip-hop chic, or at least what Japan thinks is hip-hop chic, and they're just punks with no jobs. Uh, they aren't bad because they have a charismatic like leader so much as they are like bad because they failed the trials and apparently there's no retake policy in Alola. And then Guzma showed up being the charismatic leader like, yo, let's beat bad together and let's just go and cause some mischief around town. And that's basically Team Skull. The fact that they were working for the Aether Foundation later, that was pretty much just Guzma working for the Aether Foundation because he just thought it'd be, I don't know, cool, make some money. But my least favorite team, Team Yell, I just, I I love Pokemon and Sword and Shield, but like, okay, hear me out. If you removed Team Yell from the game completely, like, and replaced them with generic trainers of any kind, it would be the same game. Team Yell provides nothing. They are based on soccer hooligans, and soccer hooligans should be way more disrupted than these people are. They aren't even a threat. They're just annoying. Like I said, you don't need to even worry about them. And finally, we're getting your Team Star, which is coming out in the next game. And they're basically a bunch of school kids. School kids who decided to ditch class and ride lizard motorcycles. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm so disappointed. Just from looking at them. I'm just disappointed. Now, if I'm completely wrong and they're like awesome, beyond awesome, great. I love their leader. She's got them boots. And those boots were made for walking. She looked great. I wish she wasn't leading a pack of high school bullies. Uh, I will give a shout out to uh, two other villainous teams. A shout out to my boy Mirror B from Pokemon Coliseum. Best soundtrack ever to beat the crap out of a leader. And they just want to take over the country Pokemon Coliseum. And in Pokemon Rangers, you had to go Rock Squad. They were great because they had a, like, a a quartet of, like, rock band people who would fight you, and at the end of the game, they just quit being villains and start a rock band, and it's hilarious. Uh, They just want to take over the minds of Legendary Dogs and have their run. So I don't like to be a downer. You all know I don't like to just, like, run off and hate everything and just leave. So for the last three teams, I kind of wanted to think how I would improve them. The other teams have their issues, but these three just, they could be so much better. A Team Skull kind of... It does speak to a little bit how whack the reason though. The fact that there are these many dropouts from the trials means that there must be a real problem somewhere in the system. Uh, They're annoying, but not a real threat. So what I think they should do with Team Skull, or what they should have done anyway, is try and just get them to be a little more violent. Like a little bit more like, yo, these aren't dropouts. These are the people we had to kick out of the trial. Like these are the people who... Don't want to retry who we had to ban from the tribe because they did something foul. Like they broke the rules or they cheated to try and get the head. Don't just make them, man, we dropped, we, we didn't make it. Guess we'll go take over a town and kidnap the weakest Pokemon possible. Like again, they're already working with the Aether Foundation, like unknowingly. I think that's a fun angle, but uh, yeah, I would definitely make some changes. But Team Yell's the big one. Team Yell needs so much just to be gone or just to be completely redone. Again, if you remove Team Yell, nothing changes. They have no impact on the story. They mean nothing. They are soccer ghouligans, but like Britain has many forms of other criminals that you can use. If, okay, I've been getting super into peaky blinders, thanks to my brother and my friends, and a lot of it is running around like illegal gambling and other rackets around town and like the shadier parts to make money for like a crime family. I would love to have seen, instead of Team Yell being like soccer hooligans, have them be people running an underground betting ring. Have them people literally like, yo, you are going to be fighting this gym leader. Hey, kid, you are going to take a dive for us? And after the first gym, you don't take the dive for them. You get their attention. And then throughout the league, they're trying to stop you from making it because they want to try and make some money off of you. They don't have to surpass it the main villain, but it's way more scary. And then when you finally get to their leader and you find out that he's the gym leader, then it's really fun because they can be like cheating. Later in the DLC, we had matches where the gym leaders legit cheat. Like when you had the the trials on the, iron is- on the armored aisle, it was very much like, no, no, they're cheating. They're throwing poison spikes everywhere. That would be such a fun fight. And it's Pokemon. Like a 10-year-old can beat these games. So it wouldn't be like that terrifying. I, again, they they do nothing. You still get a story out of it if you make them, like, betting against you. You still get all the fun stuff, and you can top them up in little, like, hats and stuff. You can make them look all classical British 1920s style. Again, real slick design on that one. But now we get to speculation, and that's going to be Team Star. Love the leader's drip. Love it. But there is more to life than drip. I know, to hear me say such a things as a crime, but... <sighs> They're school bullies. They're punks. We need villains who actually have some bite to them. And again, uh, Team Yell and Team Skull had something in common. Both of the bad guys were just CEOs, like evil, creepy, crazy billionaire power people. Look, I get it. Billionaires bad, but that trope's starting to get overdone to death. If we can have like not like a super powered like company trying to kill us all, at least in fantasy. I know maybe the villain is going to be like the principal of the school for this one. We have no ideas at the time of this recording. But Spain has had so much conflict throughout its centuries. I really think you could do better than like punks who just feel like riding their lizard bicycles instead of going to math class. So in my world, if I were to take Team Star, I would completely lose the school thing. I would make them secret underground inquisitors, make them old school secret society running the world types who has to end up like just causing you trouble and trying to put you down like have you run into them as they're trying to do something shady they disappear into the shadows after you beat them and nobody but like one or two people believes you that they were out there like and then finally by the end they show up they make their name known they go and mess with the legendary pokemon then they get caught and beaten Simple story, yes. Is it better than being hassled by school kids with a souped-up car that seems to have a tongue in its engine? I think so. I love having the teams in the game, and I don't think we should remove them. I love having actual bad guys to fight along with it because it makes it more interesting. I don't know if Pokemon is going the same way they've gone with rivals, where back in... Sorry to be the old man in the room. Back in my day, my rival was a piece of crap. Like, they were mean. Like, if you don't remember Silver... From like Golden, Soul so like that kid that red-haired punk literally broke into a lab to get his starter Team rocket legit kidnapped stuff like these things were harder. Pokemon might be going for that lighter tone I understand why I don't know. I just feel like you could go a little bit harsher like you can be a little bit meaner And you also don't have to make the ceo the bad guy every time. I understand why you're doing it It's just done a lot. You can be more creative than that so on that note I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this little rant. I know they don't always have to be as educational, but I do like to get some of these thoughts out. Next week, we're going to shoot for that birthday one. So if you're still listening, go out and fill the birthday form. It is on the bottom of this episode. It is on our Twitter. It is on our Facebook. Go and find it. Fill it out because we're going to try and record Tuesday or Wednesday night after hearing this. So uh, hang on one second. I'm going to pull up a counter. All right. So we're going to try and record this on the 27th. Uh, And we're hopefully at that time, once we start recording, like that's it. The list is cut off and we're just going to go from there. Hope to hear you guys and your suggestions. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.